Ooh, welcome everyone to another episode of Slasher Scotty. I am your host, Scotty McCoy, and boy, do I have a surprise for all of you. I have on Zoom with me right now, Tracy Bellino. Is that how you pronounce it? Yes, sir. Awesome. Uh, and she is going to be playing Holly Brooks in our indie film 72. And she's also the CEO of Run Motivators and the president of the Aaron Regan Animal Sanctuary. Hey, Tracy, how are you doing? Uh, pretty awesome. How about you? I'm doing great. I'm so glad that you were able to join me. I'm really happy about this. I know part of it was uh, you getting the perk and, uh, you know, helping us out with funding our movie. And when I found, like, when I knew what you were doing, I even told Carl, I'm like, even if she didn't, like, donate this, like, and I told you this as well, I would love to have you on my show to talk about the Animal Sanctuary, especially because I'm a big fan of animals and you do amazing things for them. And it's something that really should be appreciated. For sure. Thank you. Thank you. No problem. So the first thing I um, I have, the first couple of questions are about 72. So uh, how did you find out about the 72 Indiegogo campaign? Well, Carl Miller, who wrote the screenplay, actually wrote part of the screenplay at my poolside when he was visiting here last summer. So nice. um, I kind of became invested into it then. And, you know, he's one of my good friends. So, you know, I want to do anything I can to support him. And when I saw the, the perks pop up there, I was like, you know, that, that's, that's totally cool. Like I need to do this. <laughs> awesome. awesome. And he really is a really cool guy. And this script is freaking amazing. Like he's doing great. With I, that. well, you see, he told me very vaguely what it was about and I don't know anything else other than that. And I'm like, I'm so excited. I can't wait to read it. I can't wait for everybody to see this. Like, um, we're still, we're like in our fifth read right now. And he sent oh, wow. me the most updated copy a couple of days ago. And because uh, we're, you know, getting everybody that got our Indiegogo perks, you know, putting them into the script and everything like that. Adding so all the extra the people. Update, like, this is coming out amazing. Like, it's really coming out really good. I'm so really excited. So, so, uh, so um, you look, uh, so are, what was I going to say? Um, Will you be coming to Pennsylvania to film your scenes? Yes. Let me turn this down. Sorry, I forgot to turn this off. My mom will be happy to hear that too because I don't get to visit home much. So <laughs> awesome. Yes, that, that I'm really excited because I'm really excited to meet you, to be honest with you, because um I know Carl's like talks about you like, you know, like you're the greatest thing. And I'm like, she has to be, she rescues rescues animals. I mean, that's a that's a really strong task to do. Like that's really something big. Like. Like you have to really, you know, have the time and the patience and the effort to do all this. And I really, I'm really looking forward to meet and meeting with you. I mean, just alone, that's very impressive. Like it really is. Thanks. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a lot more than, than I bargained for. We'll put it. That way. So what <laughs> do you got into this. the most about filming your scenes? Um, I, I think just kind of seeing how it's all done. I mean, I've never yeah. done anything like this before. So this is kind of like a bucket list thing for me. <laughs> so, yeah. So uh, I'm just super excited to, you know, I've always said like, I want to be in a movie someday. So this right. is my chance. <laughs> this is awesome. This is the perfect opportunity. And it's, it's going to be, like I said, the script is coming out phenomenal. Um, so I, I can't wait to see what, I don't, I don't know what Carl wrote for you yet. I don't think I, maybe he wrote it in for you. And I just didn't get those, I get into the pages yet, but uh I know that he's going to probably write something really amazing for you. <laughs> Absolutely. So he, speaking of Carl, um, so uh, like in your own, in your own personal opinion, what can you tell everybody about Carl? Like what, what, a, what kind of guy is he? Okay. I thought we were going to like 
start talking like, you know, shots at the bar kind of things. Um, <laughs> Carl, Carl is amazing. Um, you know, I don't have a lot of really, really close friends, but you know, I definitely consider him to be one of them. He's the type of guy who will like drop everything to, to help somebody. And, you know, he's been instrumental, um, for me, like in my moves and, you know, like he, he helped us move across the country. I flew him out there when I lived in Washington. I didn't trust anybody with my dogs. You know, I'm that kind of helicopter dog mom. And he, um, I flew him out to Washington to dog sit for us so that my husband and I can go to Astoria for the weekend, <laughs> you know, and then it was, it was awesome because then, you know, I have a reliable friend, someone I trust with my pets, but also somebody that, you know, we spend a couple extra days out there and to hang out and get to visit and, and explore a little bit with too. So. Uh, he is just, he, he's an amazing, amazing person. Right. Yeah, he, he really is. And he, like you said, he, he drops everything at the drop of a dime just to help somebody out. And he's done that a lot for me with Gravestone. Like he, like what I, I remember when we were uh, at the end of Sauna, like I was so impressed with his work as an associate producer on set. Like he was really knowledgeable, really good at what he did. I'm like, Hey, Carl, I said, uh, would you like to be an executive, be our chief operating officer? <laughs> I think at first he was like VP of like film production and stuff like that. But then we let go of our original chief operating officer. I'm like, you want to be our chief operating officer? Like, absolutely. Like, like you couldn't, you couldn't be more happy to do it. And now I, I never thought I would be like, you know, a co-owner of a company. Like I thought I would be the sole owner, the chairman, the head honcho of this company. And like, I never thought I would give any part of my percentages away. And more, I was more than happy to do it with Carl because he's shown time and time again to be there for me and to help me out and to make this company grow. It's not like, you know, it's all about Carl or all about Carl. Like we're a team, right. we make a really good team. Like even when we did our short film, like he really stepped up and he, uh, we edited it together. Like, I think we're like maybe at least 12 hours over the course of two days, just over like video and over texting and Facebook and all that. And and we made it work. So he really did. Uh, he he re we make a good team, and I'm really glad to have him on board. He's That's really awesome. a good person. Um, so now going into your company, um, tell us a bit about the Run Motivators and about the re uh, Aaron Regan Animal Sanctuary. So Run Motivators is a, a virtual racing company. So people can sign up for races or fitness challenges that they can do anywhere in the world, and then they um, earn finisher medals, T-shirts, and things like that. And, uh, I started that five years ago. Uh, I was actually five years ago on May 2nd, we just celebrated our fifth anniversary officially. Awesome. Yeah. Wow. So, um, uh, that I never anticipated that it would get as big as it did. And, you know, I'm just one of those, those people who always said, you know, if I ever win the lottery, I'm going to save animals. And yeah. so that's basically kind of what happened. So I, you know, I scaled, uh, Run Motivators up to be um, one of the top 4% revenue earning uh, women-owned businesses in the country. Awesome. And, nice. you know, as I was climbing, climbing that ladder, I, you know, I said to my husband, I'm like, I, I really want to start the animal sanctuary now. So we started farm hunting and um, he's a Saints fan. So we ended up down in Mississippi because <laughs> mm -hmm. we're about an hour away from Saints Stadium. And we... Uh, launched the Aaron Regan Animal Sanctuary July 1st of 2019 was our official inception date. And we've been doing that now for, for uh, almost two years. That's awesome. That's really cool. Uh, and I mean, it's amazing, like, you know, saving all those animals. So like, what made you want to open up Aaron Regan Animal Sanctuary? I know, obviously, you love animals, but like, what was what was the thing that like made you decide, hey, this is the time to do it? 
Well, I mean, having the, the financial ability to do it was was a major factor, but the, the driving force behind it was, um, uh, I mean, I've always loved animals. I've, you know, been vegetarian off and on since I was a kid and now like am officially now for like 15 years, but um, I um, had a miscarriage at 13 weeks pregnant a few years back and it was just devastating and then ended up having three more after that. And it was really emotionally just very traumatic for me. And, you know, I finally came to the realization that, you know, my purpose isn't to be a mom, you know, that's not why I'm here. And I thought, you know, there, there has to be something else out there for me. And I thought, you know, animal rescue is probably that thing. And it just, you know, I just feel like this is my purpose. This is right. my purpose here in life. Absolutely. And just think of it this way. You're the mom to all of those animals that don't have a mom. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's, yeah. it's, it's bittersweet, really. Because like those animals, like they are defenseless. Like, you know, so, like some of them are abused. Some of them are, you know, abandoned. And people like you swoop in and help them find a home. You know what I mean? whether, you know, you adopt, you send them to a forever home or you end up keeping them at your place, you know, and give them the love and the care that they deserve, which actually brings me to my next question. Um, do you, uh, like, do you, uh, end up like, I guess, uh, sending them out to people for forever homes or do they stay at the sanctuary forever? Oh, no. Um, well the farm animals so far, the farm animals are, are here, uh, probably forever. I mean, we've had donkeys on uh, pet finder for adoption and we've had a couple of people interested and then they you know, never went anywhere. So, um, but we just purchased a 40 acre farm with the anticipation that, you know, the farm animals are probably staying. So it gives yeah. us room to expand and grow. Um, but the dogs, however, uh, we do adopt them out dogs and cats. We have adopted out, Oh my gosh, over like 125 dogs, I think so far since we've started. Now, that being said, uh, I do have nine in my house that are, I guess we consider ours now. Uh, two of them were on Pet Finder for a very long time and just never had any interest. And they were in the house for so long. And I thought, well, you know, they're just too attached to us. And Right. I couldn't part with them at that point. So I told my husband, I'm like, just take them off pet finder. Right. Nice. And then we ended up with another two that have uh, medical conditions that, you know, are incurable and no one wants them. So, yeah. so now there are two. <laughs> well, sorry, Carl, but I know you have a lot of dogs, but take a couple others, Carl. <laughs> I, I would I, I wish I could have pets at my place like I could but uh I mean it's a lot of money just to keep the keep them here because I mean I, I I love them I know my parents have they we rescued two cats um one of them was actually thrown from a moving vehicle that was speeding up our mm. street and uh like they was in shock so we took it in yeah. um, my dad wasn't a cat person we always had dogs that was our first cat and my mom wanted to keep it and they always joked that they almost got divorced over a cat <laughs> But uh, they ended up uh, taking it to the SPCA and this is going to lead into my next question then, but uh, they were going to take it to the SPCA and, um, and the SPCA said, we're not accepting any others. We'll accept your cat, but it's going to go immediately into euthanization. And my dad said, not, absolutely not. He goes, I don't want a cat because I'm not a cat person, but I am not letting this uh, cat who's literally not even a year old and didn't even get a chance to really live its life. And have it immediately put to sleep like this isn't happening we're taking it and my dad had it well then not long after that like maybe literally like a year to the day for the most part we end up uh 
my, me and my mom, my aunt Luann and my cousins were going for a little walk and it was like springtime and it was, it was a nice day out, but it, it was, start, you could tell it was going to get ready to rain. And it, it started to rain and um, we were going backwards and then we heard a meowing and we seen a cat in the bushes. And uh, we know that it was, it was, it was owned by somebody because they had a collar, but their name, I guess, was mm-hmm. kind of like ripped off of it. So they couldn't like, so I guess we couldn't find out who it belonged to or whatever. Um, and uh, they ended up, um, they ended up uh, abandoning it in the bushes and we ended up, it was like, had like, you know, snot and everything, like it had some type of cold or whatever. So we brought it back, we took care of it, we got it warm and then we took it right to the vet and it had like everything you can think of wrong with it. It had bruises under its fur, which means it was probably beaten. And it had like, you know, it had like a respiratory infection. It had, a, a, of course, a common cold and ear infection, like everything you could think of. So they gave us all these different antibiotics. And my, my dad's like, my dad's joking. He's like, he's like, well, he's like, geez, we're taking care of all these animals. Like we literally have a million dollar animals here <laughs> because, because like our dog alone, he has so many allergies. We take him to the vet every time, like something's wrong. And my dad's like, we have a million dollar dog. Now we have a million dollar cats. But oh yeah we, oh we yeah never, we know that we know the vet bill pain <laughs> yeah exactly we would never do anything to change that which does bring me to my next question about euthanization because a lot of people don't realize that like if they, like you know these animals they're not staying in shelters forever like they're gonna be probably euthanized at some point or another just to make room and it's it's really sad it really is because like some of these animals like like most like all the animals are probably adorable loving and everything and the fact that they're not even going to get a chance to you know live their lives is, is really heartbreaking so like how do you go about um saving them from euthanization like what is the process in like rescuing them how do like how do you know who's up for euthanization how do you bring them back to your like to your sanctuary how do you like work all that out so um a lot of the shelters will post a list of the they call them like the at risk animals at risk dogs um they do euthanize cats as well but cats take up a lot less space and they also um and honestly they they usually don't pick up stray cats they just let them be stray um versus the dogs you know the dogs are always considered you know a public nuisance or you know whatever their reasoning behind it is so the dogs get picked up and and they get taken to the shelter um and then also lots and lots of people like to dump their their dogs at the shelter and give them up too so this the shelters will post the list of dogs at risk and um you know the county shelters and animal control facilities have to take in dogs that come in as strays they have to they can't reject them and so when too many dogs are getting uh, brought in as strays, like the, the animal controls rounding up from around the area, or, you know, people are bringing in their, their dogs to surrender. Um, you know, there, there's only so many kennels that they have. And once those kennels are full, then pretty much every dog there for the most part, it becomes at risk. And they start with usually like the dogs that have been there the longest, because they figure, you know, if they're here for 30 days and nobody's adopted them, they're probably not going to get adopted. So they're going to be the first ones to go. And it doesn't necessarily mean anything because I mean, there's puppies that go on the euthanasia list. Um, we, we pulled from a shelter last week, um, from they, uh, the euthanasia list, we had uh, two puppies and, and an older dog who they thought was pregnant and they were going to euthanize or even pregnant um, because they, they had 18 kennels. The 18 kennels were full. And so they posted their list and said, these dogs need to get out, you know, or they're going to be euthanized once the next dog comes in. So as soon as you know, animal control brings another dog, they have to put one down in order to open up the kennel. So state laws require that they hold the dogs for a certain length of time. 
which depending on the state, like uh, um, Louisiana, I think it's, well, in Texas, it's 72 hours. I honestly don't know what it is in Louisiana, but in Mississippi, it's five days. So those shelters have to hold those dogs for five days. Once those five days is up, then they could do whatever they want with them, whether it's adopt them out, euthanize them, whatever. And, um, you know, in the South, there's just so, so, so many dogs The the overpopulation problem here is just, it's, it's astronomical and it's way worse, um, in these couple of States down in our area than it is anywhere in the country. So, uh, that means a lot of dogs are up, unfortunately on the euthanasia list a lot. And so then what we do is like a lot of networking is just getting people together. And and, uh, we have um, a young gentleman who did some transporting for us last week. He went out to the shelter. He loaded his pickup truck full of dogs from the shelter. He basically cleared out the shelter. And then he he took the dogs around to different rescues. I drove out to Louisiana and met him um, at a veterinary office and got my three dogs. And then he went on to his, you know, other locations and dropped you know, dogs off to the different rescues and we can't always take them in. And that's the thing that sucks, you know, cause we don't always have the space either. Mm-hmm. You know, like right now, like I'm out of kennel space. I have a dog up in my barn in a crate because I found him on the highway myself. I'm waiting for animal right. control to come get him to take him to a shelter because right. I have nowhere to, I have nowhere to go with them. That's sad. It really is sad. And I, and, um, like this, I'm, it depends on the question on this, but like, uh, like for example, um, if you have a dog, like for example, your sanctuary, if the dog is um, able to be, you know, ship to a loving family, do, do you ship it cross country or do you only do local? Oh, we don't do any local adoptions. We okay. won't adopt out in Mississippi because the overpopulation problem is so bad here. Okay. So one, one of our missions is to help try to somehow control the overpopulation problem. And I don't think we'll ever even put a dent in it, you know, hopefully through education and things like that, we will, but all of our dogs are shipped. They're transported up North. We have a transport company or else we do it ourselves. They get loaded into a van in crates. It's very safe. They get, you know, vet papers and, you know, all the, the paperwork required to transport them across state lines and they go up to Pennsylvania and they get adopted out there. We have, you know, a couple of family members that help us out. Um, my mom is one of them. They'll go out to my mom's house and <laughs> pick them up at, at her house, uh, you know, to get adopted. So we, we do all of the pre-screening and everything in advance. We don't send them up there until you typically until they have homes to go to. Right. I, I know. Uh, and I don't know when this is going to be. Um, I'm hope I know I'm planning on resigning my lease at this apartment for I want to up in July for one more year just so I can save up, but I'm planning on getting a house. And I know my boyfriend would like to eventually move in with me. Um, so, I mean, we always talked about having animals, like we always wanted to have animals, but we want it to be where we don't have to pay, you know, the $250 every year and then like 50 to $100 every month after that. Yeah, the that security fees very, are <laughs> you know, very pricey. Yeah, this is why yeah. I can't do it in my apartment, but that's why right. we, we're planning on getting a house. We've been together almost three years. But I will definitely be reaching out to you, um, and I would, awesome. like to, I would like to adopt some of the, you know, some of the dogs, maybe you know, at least one or two um, to start um, and see how it would. It would obviously depend what we have. I live in Maryland, but uh, I am from Pennsylvania, but I do live in Maryland. Uh, but it would be at least, um, I, I, like I said, I have another, I'll have at least another year once I sign my lease again in July. Because, uh, but I would definitely, we, we're definitely looking into a house, and I mean, I would love to take because I love animals, I really do. I really do love animals and I, I would love to help out as much as I can because I, I would love to have my own pets and I don't want to get, you know, 
a pet that's from, you know, this, that has no, you know, risk of being euthanized or has no risk of being in a loving home. Like I would love to give an animal that, you know, I don't, so they don't end their life for that, for no re- good reason, just because right. they're, you know. Right. And there, there's so many great uh, dogs and cats that are put down there. Right. There's, I mean, there's nothing wrong with them. They yeah. just, there's too Absolutely. many and that's just what it comes down to. Right. Do you have chocolate labs there? Uh, we don't at the current time. Um, most of the dogs we get in are mixed breeds. Okay. Um, m- a lot of lab mixes. <laughs> and we've had a few that have looked almost like purebred chocolate labs, okay. but uh, and actually one that m- probably was a purebred. And he okay. uh, he was he was found on the side of the road in a ditch. He was almost dead. He, he, uh, we had to get three drug blood transfusions to, uh, to save his life, but, um, he got adopted out when I think he was purebred, but uh, it just, you know, you, you never know. And yeah. I mean, in, if we, um, you know, start going to shelters, you know, once we get more space, as, as I said, you know, we were, we're expanding. So once we have more kennel space, our, our goal is to be able to go to the shelters and start pulling directly from the shelters, uh, nice you know, so they don't have to go to the euthanasia list and just to try to clear out some space. So we'll keep an eye open. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's really sad though. What Like, you know, it's like these dogs, like their lives, you know, they, they mean nothing. Like they just wasted space at this point. It's really yeah. sad how that is. Um, and so if anybody that's listening to this, uh, please, uh, you know, reach out, uh, you know, to Tracy, um, or the Aaron Regan animal sanctuary on Facebook. Um, that's where I'm going to, I'm going to let you, you know, Tell everybody where they can find you and where they can donate um, if they want to help with donations or if they would like to reach out and adopt an animal, like where they can, you know, do all that information and what they can, where they can find you, website, social media, all that stuff. So um, uh, we are on TikTok and I think it's ER Animal Sanctuary is the the TikTok uh, handle. We have a uh, Facebook page, it's Aaron Regan Animal Sanctuary and also a website AaronReganAnimalSanctuary.com, and that's spelled E-R-I-N, like the, the girl's name, and Regan, R-E-G-A-N. So Aaron yeah. Regan Animal Sanctuary. It's like the longest URL in the entire world, <laughs> <laughs> which I'm kicking myself for now because my email address is ridiculous. But, <laughs> but that, but that's how to find us. Awesome. Um, you can send us a private message through our Facebook page. And um, on the website is all kind of contact forms. We have a donate link, which goes through PayPal. All major credit cards are accepted. Uh, you know, we, um, you know, my business does fund a lot of the sanctuary. And, and I, you know, I pretty much use uh, a large part of my profits to keep everything up and running and, and help the animals. Like, for instance, we just took in a dog from Texas who was shot and his bill was like $9,000. <laughs> So far now he's in medical boarding, so it's going to be more than that. Um, (laughs) But we were able to raise about 4,500 of that. So the rest of the money comes from my business. So that that's how we keep, keep saving the animals. But obviously the more donations we get in, the more animals that, that we can save. Absolutely. So definitely for those listening to this on all the podcasting platforms, for those watching this on YouTube, um, give a donation if you can if you can't even donate share the page because i mean that costs nothing like you, yeah. if you can't afford to donate then you can't afford to share the page and the and the and, 
and shares really do help a ton because it's how we've, we've gotten a lot of our dogs adopted out. You know, we do have them listed on pet finder, but on Facebook, you know, we, we can post more pictures and videos and more information about them. Um, you know, pet finder has its limitations and with all the shares that we get, you know, sometimes, you know, it just takes it getting that, that, that pet into, uh, you know, the eyes of, of that one person who was like, oh my gosh, you know, that's like a dog. It looks like a dog I had growing up or, or something like that. You know, they just kind of connect for whatever reason. And it just really, it really helps to get the word out there. I'll, get them I'll, adopted. Give, I'll give you a donation as well. Um, I'll definitely do that. Thank you. Thank you. I'll do that one after, uh, after the interview wraps up. But uh, also um, I know that like, like I know personally from the 72 Indiegogo campaign, I'm sure, you know, from, you know, from, you know, your donations that, like if you, if, for example, if I can't afford to donate, but I want to share my one share could lead to five of my friends to see this donating. So right. their donation could be more than what I would even be able to afford. For example, right. you know I mean? like sharing is, is like they say, it's, it's old fashioned word of mouth. And, and with Absolutely. social media, social media Absolutely. is a free advertising platform. You can pay to get to, to reach other markets, but it technically is a free advertising marketing platform. Right. And, and, you know, if one person shares it, then their friends see it and they could donate or they can share it. And it just circulates throughout the interwebs. And it really, it really can help out as much as saving a dog's life, you know, saving an animal's life. And that's really the goal here. Like, it really is sad. Like these dogs, you know, have to be put through this and people like yourself, you know, are amazing human beings that you care about these animals and take them in and save them. It really is grateful. I thank you personally as, you know, an animal lover thank and you. an animal owner at well, they have my parents' place, but animal owner, like, I, you know, I thank you for taking care of them because I couldn't imagine like my animals being like that. Cause I seen my, you know, my two cats, you know, I, I know they were abused and I, I couldn't think of life without them now so imagine like you know the dogs that you have and all the other dogs that have been abandoned and abused it really is horrible it's 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 very mentally taxing some days yes. emotionally you know it, it gets it gets hard hard to to deal with all the you know we see a lot of really awful awful things absolutely it's, it's crazy and like i said for anybody listening to this or watching this give a donation if you can't donate I know times are tough with COVID at times, you know, so if you can't donate, give a share, um, definitely do it, what, do what you do your part and, you know, help. And if you, if you can even go the, the extra step, definitely, you know, adopt a dog if you can, like that would be even, that would be even so much better. But if you can't help financially, that'll even be great as well. Like definitely do your part and help out the Aaron Regan, you know, Animal Sanctuary. I thank you so much, Tracy, for joining me. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, like I said, after this, I will uh, save this. I'll send you the link and everything um, once it's up to update it. I mean, upload it. And uh, I will be giving you my donation as well because I definitely believe in this cause. Thank you. Thank you so much. I really Thank appreciate you. You that. Have a good day. You too. Thank you.